Hello, and welcome to Bird Talk. All birds chirping in the background all the time. This all is not a complaint, mind you. <laughs> they are very happy birds, and they are they are deserving of their happiness. I don't know why they're happy. No one does. They don't either. No. I will jump just like we're actually in a forest. I will just say the bird chirping is very, very calming. Good. It kind it really of is. is. I also want to hear like a waterfall and some light jazz music playing over yeah, top of this. Right? <laughs> utter noises, utter noises, utter noises. <laughs> I can't think. I don't think those are otters. Otters, I'm pretty sure, cannot whistle. Uh, well, Ellie, Ellie just got you DMC'd. Oh. <sighs> okay. Well, hello and welcome to Pack Tactics Season 3. This is a homebrew 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign setting with a lot of uh, Spelljammer thrown in for good measure. And a, a smattering of pretty much every campaign setting to taste. Just, just, a, just a small touch of Ravenloft. Not much. You barely even notice until the aftertaste. Oh, that was a spoiler. Never mind. Never mind. Moving forward. Moving forward. Let's not talk about source books that aren't like, released, um, but announced. Really, not announced, but not released. My name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening, and tonight I am joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris, Ellie, Jen, and Cindy. So, last week you ran into some problems. We messed you, up. <laughs> well, yes, there there were some misunderstandings. We can say we don't um, talk about last week. It, that's the first rule of last week club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But going forward, you have some kobolds in need of saving. You have some cloud giants on the run. And one, well, two cloud giants that aren't going to be running anymore. And one cloud giant who is currently being held for questioning. So what do you do now? Um, I'm picking it straight towards the kobolds. Me as well. And I am going to cast healing spirit and healing word and cure wounds as much as I need to. I am going to dump uh, three third slots, two fourth slots, and two fifth slots to dispel magic on all seven of the ne- the, the necklace. Okay. Cure um, wounds going... and he- healing word are both level one spells, so you just tell me how many spell slots I have to dump, and I will dump them to keeping as many of these kobolds alive as I can. Okay. Um, someone roll me a d10. Eight. Okay. You, I, I'm not going to require you to play this whole situation out because that's that's a lot of rolling for initiative with no actual combat. Mm-hmm. But I will say that uh, with Jr.'s help in providing healing, uh, Zenosha, you end up using three spell slots for healing purposes. Um, I. Okay, your character has been in the game once, so I'm blanking on the name right now. Kendrex. Kendrex. <laughs> I, I did so well remembering it. I did so well remembering it last time. It because Todd Kendrick is a person who does D and D videos and used to work for D and D Beyond, but now he's back doing his own thing again, which is pretty much the same thing he was doing for D and D Beyond. Um, See, I was just going to start calling Chris's character Anna. Oh, no, I regret the name now. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we don't have nice things. You're the reason we can't have nice things. And also the reason your opponents don't get nice things. Uh, I hate you and love you at the same time. (laughs) 
Neri is the reason. Neri is the reason her opponents don't get any things ever again. <laughs> if I recall, it was Zenosha that did killing blows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Neri did the damage. Zenosha stole all the killing blows. <laughs> I think so Zenosha gets fireballs. all the experience. <laughs> Uh, if, if we did a game where the killing blow <coughs> was what won the experience points, then yes. But we're doing World of Warcraft rules, so whoever got the first strike is getting all of the XP. Uh, <laughs> who got the first strike? I think it was Neri. <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. Uh, and you just reminded me why I avoided MMOs for years. That's not how World of Warcraft works. It used but to both be. of those were very you know, common MMO rules, and both suck. Works. Classic. I'm playing, I don't know. I'm playing classic right now. That's not how it works. If we're not in the same party, okay. Well, you are on the same party. So we're yeah. in the same party, though. Yes. If you weren't in the same party, it wouldn't work that way. But never mind about that. Uh, that is <laughs> also a one of the reasons. Here. Yeah, that's also one of the reasons why I liked playing uh, Neverwinter online because they just shared XP. If someone else was in combat and you went over and helped them, you both got the XP for it and credit for the kill. It it made those quests where you had to kill 20 furbolgs or whatever much easier. I don't think you ever had to kill furbolgs, but never mind about that. Uh, but in any case, what I was trying to get at was Kendrex does end up using all seven... Well, you have more than seven spell slots, but use seven spell slots for your dispel magic in order to remove the... For want of a better word, the chokers that the kobolds were forced to wear... It doesn't stop them from being magical items, but it does dispel the magic in them long enough that they can be safely removed. Uh, JR was, of course, going around trying to help. Uh, they were <laughs> instrumental in getting the kobolds together to the point where it was easier for you to do everything you needed to do. Um, I see a message from EO saying that the heal turret was there to help as well, which is useful. JR is going to need some repair. JR went to try to pull one of the chokers off of a kobold, and magical item versus fingers, the magical We're item will win. Board. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, JR fortunately is a mechanical being and therefore does not need their fingers to count to ten, because that would not be a thing they could do unless they counted fingers more than once. We'll take them to the shop. And I can cast heal on JR as well if needed. <laughs> I think someone's tried that at some point. JR has proven to be, I don't know the word, but JR has worked with healing spells before. Whatever yes. JR is, he has a soul. Yeah, healing spells do work on Warforged, but healing spells do not reattach items. Bits. Yeah, like broken. Destroyed I also bits. have a ring for that. Um, There is a cleric spell for that somewhere. I think it's like a fifth level or something. Also, I have historically allowed Chroma to do some tinkering to re do repairs as well. That so that is the thing that can take place. It's probably not going to take place out here in the middle of nowhere, but it is something that can take place in the future. Sounds good. So just to clarify, save the kobolds. You have saved the kobolds. There are seven currently breathing, very much traumatized kobolds, very close together on the outskirts of this crater. And it sounds like it took us a couple of rounds, so we should probably catch up with the group that went to interrogate a cloud giant. Oh, it took you at least seven rounds, because seven spell slots. Oh, that makes sense. So not even a minute. <laughs> hmm. No, over a minute. 
No. It's six, minute... six spells per round. Per, per minute, rather. It's no, because a, a, round, a, a round is six seconds. Six yeah. times ten is sixty. That's a minute. I do math for my day job. Let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ten rounds is a minute. Look, if you're allowed to make mistakes, so am I. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, I kind of don't want the kobolds to go anywhere near the giants. I kind of want to just keep them here and just let them recover. Well, there's a wall of fire between right. the kobolds and the yes. giants at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. That yeah. Yeah. flew over and Zax went through. Zenosha's that- probably also sticking around unless she hears something that indicates that her help is needed. Yeah, what I'm going to do, unless um, I'm shouted at and told to come over, I'm going to spend uh, 11 minutes to ritually cast Liaman's tiny hut to keep them safe in the bubble. Okay. It's How many of them a, are there? Like, sorry? Seven. How many of them are there? Seven. It means that if it does go up, it means I'll have to stay there because it'll dissipate otherwise. Right. Yeah, but how many creatures does it hold? Oh. Uh... Nine creatures of medium or smaller. So that's it seven kobolds, like, you and one of us. Yeah. So nine, no, nine <laughs> creatures, not including myself. Nine creatures can oh. fit inside the dome. So two them. of us. <laughs> yeah. So well, I guess Zach and I are out in the cold tonight. Pretty much. <laughs> well, we got plenty of fire. We will right. join you. Oh, the fire winks out. Oh. In fairness, the hut, the hut is only up currently. Keep them safe while you interrogate this cloud giant. I'm assuming we're going back to the ship. That's yeah, fair. we have a spaceship not too far from here. Yeah, right. but the hut is literally just up as a magical barrier to keep these things protected because nothing gotcha. can get in or out okay. without my permission. Gotcha. And, so and for the time. record, Wall of Fire is a spell that if you maintain concentration the entire time will still only last one minute. So it's gone. It is gone now. So okay. Consider it a defensive use of Lima's tiny hut rather than a let's go to sleep. Okay. Gotcha. And that's a 10 minute, no, that's a one minute cast time, isn't it? It's a one minute cast. If I'm casting it as a spell, I'm casting it as a ritual. It's, a, so it's an 11 minute cast. Yes, 11 minutes as a ritual. Okay. So, so yeah, we're gonna the wall fire goes out a while ago. To, <laughs> we're going to interrupt your ritual to head back to the starship. That's fine. It's, <laughs> I, it's just a case of I will do this while you guys are talking so that peace of mind for the kobolds that they. Just in case. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Neri, how exactly did you capture that one cloud giant? Um, the uh, grasping arrow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, how long does that last? They last for one minute. Fascinating. But... Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, were you assisting with gathering up the, all the wounded kobolds and helping with that? No. Yeah. Uh, Zax went through the wall of fire. I went right. over it. Yeah, we, we kind of split into a group, uh, and group of two and a group little of three. Bit, yeah. <clears throat> and okay. then I cast Grasping Arrows, so it was the turn after that. Okay. Um, so the turn after the Wall of Fire goes away, Grasping Arrows stops grasping. Right. But in the meantime, Zax and I are interrogating the giant. Right. Okay. So I will give you a little bit of time before the Grasping Arrow becomes neither of those things. Right. What do you ask? Uh, I am going to assist Zax with interrogation because Zax's scary intimidation is is <laughs> higher than mine. Yep. This is also the the one cloud giant you didn't terrify. Actually, no, that's not true. That's Mm-mm. not true. It's a different cloud giant that's made their save. This one did not make their save. 
All right. What do we want so to know? So it's already scared of us. Yeah. And we, what we want to know is the release keyword. Uh, all right. I'm going to... Um, are we, like, holding so, this thing down, or are we... Is it prone? Like, it, Imagine, if going? you will, a lot of vines with thorns on them are wrapped around this giant holding it in place. Okay. It can move, but it takes 2d6 slashing damage every time it does. Okay. The other thing I need to know is, did I get back the hammer of thunderbolts, or is it still sitting out there? It's still... Well, I assume you, you would can... have grabbed it on the way past. Didn't then... you grab it last week? Okay, I guess so. Yeah, I just couldn't remember. Yeah. So I wanted to be sure. Okay. All right. So we want the release word. All right. So I'm going to go up to the uh, uh, giant and uh, look intimidating as possible. All right, you. What's the release word on those rotten little necklaces you got on our kobold? Give me an intimidation check. All right. Because <laughs> I'm helping. Yay. Okay. So let's see. Where do I do that? Also, you just right-click your intimidation also. and click advantage, and it'll do the rest automatically. Okay, right-click, advantage, boom. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a total of a 10. So I rolled, and the animation, you know that many of you have encountered the animation for rolling in D&D Beyond, where it, it's almost a 20, and then it rolls over a little bit more, and it's an 8. Mm-hmm. I just got the opposite of that with a 1. <sighs> I win. Where, no, it was <laughs> nope. almost a one. Oh. And then it rolled over. Okay. Right. So what was your number again? Ten. Ten. You see the giant smile. I would like to rage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, might, I, think you're probably I don't remember still if rage. you raged during combat. I, it looks like I did. I have one okay. marked off. So <laughs> still there. You didn't rage right away. <laughs> and I didn't say anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when I did, but it, I must have because there's a little checkbox. So, okay. I want to double check Does that something. Still count? Go ahead. Okay, so so you are raging. Yes. What would you like to do about this? Try again. Um, there's a thing if you're raging. Um, it's a, an action like how I scared the other ones. Intimidating presence. Okay. I think it is. Okay, so that one is. I don't even know if you have to rage. Um. Uh, well, I have to roll a save if you're doing intimidating presence. So. What's yeah? It's um. Let's see. You can frighten a creature that you can see within thirty feet if it can see and hear you. It can. It must succeed on a wisdom saving throw DC eleven or be frightened until the end of your next turn. Kind of goes on from there. Okay, so I gotta do wisdom of eleven or higher. Yeah, that's an eighteen on the die. Ugh. And cloud giants. Fortunately, it has a minus eight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, cloud giant actually a, laughs at you. Uh, right, okay. Look at you being all angry. It's kind of adorable. I'd Can give I you a head him? pad if it wouldn't slice my arms up. Can I punch him? You must certainly may try to punch him. Go ahead. <laughs> what do I roll attack. for that? Well, you, you, are, you are currently raging. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Chris, you have experience playing barbarians more than I do. What What is Jen rolling? Sorry, what is she doing? What, what are I want to punch the cloud giant that's laughing at me because I'm raging um, at him. Uh, you just roll a strength check. You just roll, a, just roll with your strength modifier and your proficiency. So just a... Okay, so strength modifier. Can, can I suggest that you roll a, that you hit him with the hammer of thunderbolts instead? <laughs> I can. Well, but we can do that gonna next. He's going to knock us out let's, if let's we do, do it. You know? Let's do the punch first. Okay, so stealth... Uh, no, strength. 
strength. Oh, yeah, that's so just, wait. We're on your character sheet where you see the plus five. Go ahead and click that. And then they'll just add four to the. That okay, got it. <laughs> I have a 15. Okay, so, so you rolled a 19. 19. Yep. Oh, that okay. will hit. Uh, so cool. at that point, it's just the strength modifier for the for an unarmed strike for a. Very... Okay. So, so I do what? Well, your your unarmed strike is straight up six damage. Yeah. Okay. All right. Unless you're a monk, your punches do one point of damage plus your strength bonus. Okay, that's cool. Right. Which is why my kobold cleric that had a strength modifier of negative two, I kept arguing that they should have been able to heal <laughs> people by punching them a lot. Than one, and you know that. <laughs> you know that, and I know that, and you know that, but I don't know that. <laughs> You know, while we're here anyway, I'm going to go ahead and let my little friend have a meal. Oh, yeah. That's the parasite animal companion, by the way. Chris, don't say a thing. (laughs) It's a Metroid. Yes, it is a Metroid. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little, yeah. We found found this Metroid inside an asteroid that ate Zach's. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought Zex crawled into it willingly. Uh, it, it was oh, yeah. that, that, that happened too. That, that, that did happen. Yeah, that did yes. happen. Yeah. It ate Dax, carrying on a trend. Dax, right, because Dax had been eaten. And oh, Zax that's right. Get it. I'm just that's, pointing that's out, the next time I make a ranger, if she's getting a Metroid as a pet, I want a zombie dog. <laughs> <laughs> that can be arranged. Yeah. I've already stated my next character is probably going to be a robot in a robot suit, so... Neat. (laughs) I have the germinating seeds for two new campaigns. I'm Mm -hmm. going to have other campaigns end before these new campaigns get started. Mm -hmm. But opportunities abound. I'm just going to throw that out there. Also, Chris, I'm just letting you know, Mm -hmm. the... uh... The arcane shots that I picked were Bursting Arrow and Grasping Arrow. I do love Grasping Arrow. So I have Missiles and Ice Beam. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get you a power suit that lets you roll into a ball. Yes. <laughs> and, just ha- and just have that ball climb walls. Oh, slippers of spider climbing. We can get some slippers of spider climbing. This is where and I've got space my... jump with the the click of the bat. Yeah. Again, Ellie, this is why you're one of my favorite humans. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's a crossover because just look at um, just look at Neri's name backwards. Crikey. <laughs> Mastery Arranger Irwin. I got that. You, you're the worst, but you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I love these reveals. I I. Think... <laughs> I don't think this is the first time we revealed this. I don't know. I, I think you're right, but I think it was the first time while Chris is in the... It's, it's the first that time since Chris true. rejoined us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. it, so it, it is punched collapsed. a cloud giant. Punched thing. a cloud giant and, and did six points of damage. Yes. They are not currently bloodied. They were the only cloud giant, I think, that wasn't bloodied, but only because they are a rogue and they were using evasion. Mm, mm. Okay. Oddly enough, you can't use evasion on a cobalt punch. <laughs> Specifically cobalt punches. Right. It, it, it's odd that they put that exception in the rules for this, but there it is, plain as day. <laughs> it's in black and white. Yeah. Okay, so you punch them, and they laugh mm-hmm. more. Well, 
Was that an acorn that fell on me? Perhaps a leaf? (laughs) Going way back to the Norse myth, okay. (laughs) Well, someone happens to have a hammer of thunderbolts. Yeah. And I will say, Zenosha, if you don't have inspiration, you have it for getting that reference. I do already have inspiration, but thank you. Then you get nothing. (laughs) All right. Neri, what do you want to ask him? Because I just want to beat him up now. We need the release code for the necklaces. What makes you think we made one? You might be giants, but you're not foolish. Oh, you stumped him there. (laughs) Apparently. Maybe they are foolish. are Are you very foolish? Of course not. Then you know that there are times when you need to release someone from your control so that they can do something that they couldn't otherwise do with the traps on. Are you foolish? I am not foolish. Then you know that kobolds are very good at making more kobolds. So you've been considered an expendable resource. That's it. I'm killing them. <laughs> what do I got to roll At for At that point, the wall of fire has, always, has already gone away. The grasping arrows, arrow rather, mm-hmm. dissipates. So they're no longer uh, wrapped up in a way where... Uh, they would be the result of the Shredder having a field day if they decided to move. They pull out what appears to be something the size of an ostrich egg, throw it on the ground, and yell, Ninja Vanish! Does Does it do anything? I'm going to roll to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Because if I roll low enough, then what's going to happen is the smoke's going to dissipate and they're still going to be standing there (laughs) with a foolish look on their face. Oh, that's a nat 20. I'm not even joking. You know, I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't get to do the whole comedy thing of the smoke going away and they're still standing there looking at you (laughs) all complexed. But I'm going to go with what the dice say. Somehow, the giant has disappeared. You may roll a perception check, and if you get a nat 20, I'll let you know where they are. But it's going to take that. Oh, wait. I just clicked... What did I click? I clicked perception in the bigger box on the, the skills thing. Is that the wrong thing yep. to click? No, that's the right thing if you're doing a perception check. I got a 20. You got a nat 20? No, I got a 16 plus 4. Okay. Um, it would, I would require a nat 20 to counter okay. a nat 20. Okay. All right. So somehow this cloud giant has vanished, and with them, you're one prisoner. But good news. In the time where you were trying to interrogate this particular cloud giant for a way to get the collars off, somebody else managed to get all the collars off. Well, that's good. Everyone can thank Kendrick Slater. Or right now. <laughs> and that was a 22, but only a 13 on the die. I'm going to shoot a couple arrows into the fog, and then... Sax, do we need to track him? Uh, If we're going to, we got to start running now. Oh, sorry. Uh, 26 on the die. Uh, sorry, a 26 rolled, but a 13 on the die. Um, If we really, really want, I... Brian. You cut out... I can scry on him. That'll probably work. I mean, he's not the only giant we have to worry about. For now, I'd recommend we either... And are are they in auditory range of me and Chris's character, or... You're not in combat. You can move around as much as you want. I assume they were going to do the cobalt. The the cobalt's had the necklaces taken off. At this point, yes. You were able to do that. We have established you were able to do that in less than a minute. (laughs) (laughs) You know that thing the die does where it rolls from an 8 onto a 20? Yeah. I just had it roll from a 20 onto an 8. 
See, yeah. I need to have him roll from a 20 onto a 2, and it's really annoying. Oh, I have two. And it's, it's just an animation. I'm sure they've code. I'm sure they've hard coded oh, it to no. do that to you. One hundred percent hard coded it to do that because that's what real dice do. Because real yeah. dice are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and real dice are the worst. They're almost as bad as fake dice. Yes. <laughs> I, the reason I rolled a second time is because I realized I had Hunter's mark up on him, and so oh, uh, yeah. I have pre- I have advantage on perception checks to track him. Okay. I will say that you also have two cloud giant corpses here that are incapable of running away. And if they are capable of running away, then you have more grave concerns, pun intended. Uh, I'm going to search them. So much. Yeah, you, you go ahead and search them, but as for tracking down the cloud giant you were interrogating, I'll just say that he's not the only cloud giant we have to worry about. So for now... We should focus on protecting the kobolds we've rescued and getting them out of here. Is my hut up, by the way? Hmm? Well, we're out of combat, so I, I'll say if, if you want to spend your entire time bringing that hut up, you can definitely do that. I will do that just while they're deciding what they're doing. Okay. Hey, Neri, did you get still, your little uh, Metroid back? Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I'll call the Metroid back, too. It is actually... It was also somehow disengaged from during the whole Ninja Vanish thing, so it's it's trying to decide if it just ate too much <laughs> and there was nothing left <laughs> or if it gave it the slip. And it's not quite sure yeah, which. grew two sizes that day. <laughs> which is still not equal to a cloud giant. Right. <laughs> um, no, I, I, was, I was asking if I should track it because... Uh, for I think the first time since we started the campaign, I'm in my favorite environment. <laughs> well, oh. not the first time, but the first time in a very long time. The first time in a very long time, yes. Yes. Zenosha's answer still stands that since like five cloud giants, if I remember right, escaped, then protecting this area and the kobolds we rescued is priority and tracking down yeah. one particular cloud giant is kind of unimportant compared. But I am going to search the corpses. Okay. You do that. An investigation check. No, I don't think I will. (laughs) (laughs) Twelve. Oh, I was assuming you got got a roll of no. Twelve is at least a maybe. Oh, I just have a plus one. So So with a twelve, you find a, a belt pouch on one of the cloud giants that you killed off that has scrawled on it in some kind of ink Grint's wallet you no touch <laughs> Grint was apparently uh, not one of the ones that was skilled in wisdom or intelligence checks I'm going to touch it Grint looks down on you disapprovingly from whatever afterlife cloud giants go to <laughs> cloud giant heaven is just another layer of clouds <laughs> <laughs> There, there was talk of them building a giant ladder to get up there. And then suddenly all the cloud giants started speaking in different languages. Never mind about that. Uh, inside that wallet, hap- well, wallet, yeah. Inside that belt pouch, there happens to be uh, 43 gold pieces. Congratulations, you're incredibly wealthy. I will distribute that evenly among the player characters. Okay. I love that I have given you a number that is not evenly divisible by any. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's and- a prime number. So let's see, we have 
Kendricks, we have Neri, we have Zax, we have Zenosha, we have uh, Chroma, we have JR. JR. That's six. Considering you all have high level patrons, I don't think it's really something any of you cares about. Yeah, Zax does not care at all. No, I am going to. I have 10 gold as a point. That's it. (laughs) I am going to distribute six gold to each of the player characters and seven gold to, as a group, the kobolds who had been trapped. Oh, that's good. Sorry you almost died. Here's a gold piece for your troubles. (laughs) And you get a gold piece, and you get a gold piece. Hey, but this one's wet, and this one is wet, and this one's wet. Sorry, I found them in a rainforest. Oh. (laughs) Okay, so serious question I'll ask the rest of the group when the rescued kobolds are out of range. Should... Should we invite them to the Circle of the Tales, or is Sniv, like, too much of a Sniv for us to extend that? Sniv has always been welcoming of other kobolds. Yeah, but he's still Sniv. And as a point, if my bubble is up, it can also be soundproof, so... Okay. Um, Well, they were just, you know, being picked on by Cloud Giants, so I don't think Sniv's going to be that intimidating after that. And... By by the way, there was the other cloud giant. I only told you about Grint's spell pouch. Oh. Oh. Well, of course, I'm going to search them, both of them. Yes. Um, we, we got distracted on divvying up that first <laughs> collection yeah. of gold. Yeah, we did. Shall I make oh. another investigation roll? No. No, I, I'm counting that one roll for both of them. Um, but inside that Would one... Would someone like to help me with the second investigation roll? No, there, yeah. there is no second investigation roll. No, there's no second. I'm counting that okay. for both of them. Okay, I get it. Uh, I mean, Zenosha would be happy just living in the woods eating mushrooms, so... She really wants to but... (laughs) Don't question where the mushrooms come from. Um, The the other one was the party healer for the Cloud Giants. They have 70 gold on them. Oh, wow. Cool. Yes. Um, Apparently they were selling indulgences, but don't tell anyone. That's easier easier to divide by seven. (laughs) Also, they had their holy symbol which appeared to be um, a, a necklace that had a small mask that was two different colors. One, one side was uh, black, one side was white. and I'm keeping that. And a small rock. I'm keeping that too. I got a rock. <laughs> well, it's covered in magical runes, so it might mean something. And again, we'll split this as evenly as I can. Ten gold okay, to every party member and ten gold to the kobolds. And a pebble from the rock for each of you. No. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have a look at these necklaces? See if I can maybe do an arcana check to figure out how they work. Oh, you can give me an arcana check, sure. And that's genuinely funny. Dirty 20. Which was funny? Uh, I am pleased that all of my low rolling has resulted in a dirty 20. (laughs) But also, I... (laughs) After all of this, I just looked at Neri's currency, and Neri had literally no money at all. Everywhere you went, people just told you your money was no good there. <laughs> no, I yep. spent it all on the um, on the the glowy map of the um, oh yeah of the Flagstaff. Oh yeah, you did do that, didn't you? All right. Well. Um... With your dirty 20 of an arcana check, what you know about these is pretty much what the kobold said. There is a command word, which you have now heard because it was yelled during combat. 
that will cause the necklaces to contract tightly and cut off airflow and blood flow, usually killing the victim, especially if the victim is, say, a kobold with five hit points. Uh, There doesn't appear to be any way of removing them other than casting Dispel Magic on them first. Also, each of them has a unique clasp, so if you have the, the wonderful idea of combining them all into one giant-sized necklace, that's not going to work. I hate that you took that out of my head mm-hmm. as I was thinking of it. <laughs> it's not the first time it was brought up. Oh. But yes, each, each one seems to be a custom creation. All right, we got to find whoever's Wait. making them. Well, as a positive, we now have seven potentially I... deadly tools at our disposal. I missed a word. A giant size what? Necklace. <laughs> Necklace. What did you think you said? I, I didn't hear it at all. Ah. Uh, oh. Okay. We also got these pickaxes, but they're uh, they're not really good. They seem really chipper for almost dying. <laughs> I'm very That's good a- at denial. The rest of us, <laughs> not so much. I mean, Zax, if you can wield these axes correctly, then that sounds good. Otherwise, we should probably just... Oh, no, you you shouldn't wield these at all. Uh, They're cursed. Fun fact. So I I just want to be clear. I love this. So the necklaces don't hook up. No, you can't make a giant. And and we don't quite know what to call them, but we can't make them cross a larger neck size. No. So they're all by the looks of it, they're only going to fit on smaller medium creatures. So what you're saying is that we can't create a giant size span thing. No. I feel like there's a joke in here somewhere that I'm not grabbing I right think now. I missed. Yeah. Uh-oh. She's, she's getting it for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fear the joke where you need to have a typed reaction to it. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's a oh. comic book. <laughs> I think that's why I got it. <laughs> so uh, these pickaxes are, are really good for cutting through, like, pretty much anything you want to mine. But if you try to use them as a weapon, they actually heal just as much as they do damage. So it hurts, but it doesn't actually do anything beyond that. Well, that seems really pointless. Well, I mean, it's so useful for our purposes because we're trying to mine adamantium and turn it into a spaceship. Can I... Can I... Oh, you know what I never did? Oh, what now? We have spaceships. It's a thing. We kobolds are greater than you pros- possibly know. We'll fill you in. So so it's a ship that moves through spaces. And time. That sounds wibbly-wobbly. <laughs> yeah, it, it, we move through... We, every Well, I mean, it takes the amount of time it takes to travel, but every time we go, we move through time and the relative dimension in space. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to tell the seven lost kobolds that we have a base on the moon. Trust me. My my head's starting to hurt from listening to this. Do you have a doctor? (laughs) We have several. In fact, our best doctor is known as Marwise, and she's actually a librarian. So, I mean, if you prefer a a specific doctor, I guess the question is Doctor Who. (laughs) I was trying to get us off the pun train, but Ellie pulled us right back on. <laughs> well, my family practitioner is named Capaldi. Gets <laughs> oh. angry a lot. He retired. Um, 
I was told he was taking a sabbatical. I I don't. I actually don't remember the last name of the the doctor that replaced What's him, occur? but uh, she just goes by Doctor Joe. I love this game so much. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to point out that your doctor Capaldi is always angry because he's Scottish. So that's what they do. Yeah, that's fair. He did uh, mark anyway, on I, that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I it's made like a check uh, to determine whether, and I got a dirty twenty. To determine whether when they said it was cursed, they meant it was cursed. Yes. Can I do? Can I ritualistically cast identify to get the exact information on the curse? Uh, sure. And the kobolds were not lied to. That is exactly what these pickaxes do. They are designed for kobolds, slaves of the cloud giants, to mine things, which kobolds are quite good at, with relative ease, but... If they tried to use them in, say, a slave revolt or uprising, it would not be very effective. And because they're cursed items, they're the only things they'd be able to use as weapons. It's messed up, but also really smart. And they can't get rid of them? Am I remembering that right? Well, if you could dispel a curse, sure. But, I mean, we're CR 1-8th creatures. We don't really have that ability. I'm pretty sure we know someone who can dispel curses. Let's get you back to the moon. The what now? Just trust us. It'll be fine. We have a base on the moon with many powerful kobolds. Okay. You'll like it. It's great. Well, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Well, uh, let me introduce us, because I'm the only one who seems to be uh, not traumatized to the point of being incapable to speak right now. Uh, The one cowering over there is Orsma. Uh, that's Litton. That's Bit. Dis. I'm Sma, by the way. Uh, that's Forsk. And uh, the, the little one over there is Blexbertningel. And I'm going to ask you those names in four weeks' time. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's a good thing I have notes. <laughs> Just to make sure. I posted them in chat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My my favorite is the really long one because if you look closely, the word spurt is in there. R.I.P. Spurt. It. Gone too it. soon. Uh, I win. Um, so, uh, Followed by lots of screaming. So we're going to the moon? I think so. I don't think I can jump that high. Don't worry, you don't have to jump. We have a spaceship. On the moon. You keep saying Carry that, but ships float. Moon. They don't fly. Just trust us. Come with. It'll be cool. I'll lead the way back to the starship. Uh, okay. It's nighttime now, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It was see. evening when you were doing all this. So definitely nighttime now. And we can see. Okay. Yep. And cloud giants, oddly enough, probably can't. I should look that up hmm? just to be sure. I don't know. I actually have no idea. Let's see. Cloud giants. Well, they have a perception of plus seven. So that's nice. Um, they have a keen smell, but that only gives them advantage. advantage. So no one fart. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I got bad news for you. Oh, no. <laughs> no, not me. Not me. No, not, not me. But um, it, w- it was probably the metal one over there. <laughs> I cannot help if I have a small gas leak. <laughs> oh, no. There seems to be some structural integrity. Wait, JR talks now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chroma gave JR a voice box, but... 
the role and I, I I love the role because it was high enough for it to work, but not high enough for JR to be able to give inflections. Oh. However, every now and then when JR gets really upset, sometimes there's one anyway. JR likes to rage. I would like yeah. to rage. Unfortunately, I am a paladin. That is not a mechanic capable of me. Wait. I am not capable of that mechanic. It's the other way around. If I find a mechanic that gives me a level of barbarian, then I would be capable. So to the ship. <laughs> oh, I'm saying this is happening while you're in the ship. Oh, while we're, uh, we're in the ship? Yeah. Okay. Because if I have to move this plot forward by hand, I oh. shall do so. <laughs> As I distract has, you. Who actually has spell slots to use this thing? <laughs> I have oh, spell slots. And oh, I dear. also, I am still attuned to it, as far as I know. I have spell slots to burn if I need to as well. So yeah, we I have a pilot. The ruling previously is as long as I haven't regained spell slots, I'm still attuned to the ship. I honestly don't remember my rulings, but let's just say that four of you try to sit in the chair at once, and I don't <laughs> care who wins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dissa, I appreciate your e- eagerness, but that's my chair. I have a question. And this is this is completely for the DM to to year neon. Okay, but when also force to, goes to sit in JR's chair, and JR lets them. Hmm. When it comes to teleportation circles, obviously, when you draw and create and seal a rune to a specific place, and it becomes a permanent circle, it goes there. Could that be done on a moving object like a like the spaceship? That is an excellent question that I have never given a ruling on. Because hmm. if, if if possible, I knowing that I'm going to be here for a while, I would create a permanent circle if I, if I knew oh. that that's how it worked. We are now planning yeah. on the spaceship to be our long-term spaceship. Don't... Yeah, this is not the Red Star. Yes, but if this one's also going to be a spaceship that's going to be used in a uh, in quotation fleet, having mm-hmm. a circle on each ship is not a bad call. That's true. It is. The, the adamantium we're trying to get is to build a new spaceship, so... If you're going to build a teleportation circle, wait for that one. I completely forgot about the adamantium. Yep. I will let Aaron bubble away at that and come up with a ruling eventually. Uh, well, the there movie. is a website called Stack Exchange where I just Googled it. Actually, I duck, duck, goed it, but that doesn't sound like as cool a verb. Mm-hmm. Um, and the top rated response is yes, you can in fact do that. Uh, apparently, Jeremy Crawford made a clarification on Twitter, and I think it's safe to go along with what the lead rules designer says. Just, yeah, that's always a good call. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I even... can also, I can also always do a house rule, which would still be going with one of Jeremy Crawford's rules. Because you um, know, house rules always cool. Yes. Um, even before Jeremy Crawford ruled, the guy who makes the animated spellbook on YouTube specifically stated, well, this is up to DM interpretation, but it is possible. The teleportation spell requires a destination. The nature of the of the place isn't specified. It can be the deck of a moving ship, for instance. I always, I always love D&D because there's a place for rules as written, but there's always a place for rule of cool. <laughs> Continuing, when you cast teleportation circle, you create a circle on the ground the circle is bound to that surface, not to a point in space. Now I have this idea of someone wielding a shield that has teleportation circle on it. Interesting. And every now and then someone materializes on the shield, which is sideways because it's being used 
in combat and some random person falls to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) You break into some wizard tower, take the teleportation circle, like you carve off that part of the floor and glue it to the ceiling over the hole that is now on the floor and just walk away. (laughs) Okay, well, I like that diversion. I learned things today. For clarification point, to create a permanent circle, I have to cast it on the same spot for for one every day for a year. Yeah, I don't think anyone in the current party wants to keep the the angel ship for a year. And, yep. I mean, it's nice, but it's not but a again, giant robot made of adamantine or whatever you and, want the new ship to be. But again, if this is going to be one for the fleet, it's not something I can would necessarily do. But potentially another wizard and Ari's little. Now I'm thinking of an angel ship getting destroyed in a space combat and the wizard yelling, it was 363 days! (laughs) (laughs) That teleportation circle was just two days from retirement. We're uh, we're in transit. (laughs) Oh, you're almost there by now. This has gone on for a while. How are the the, uh, cobalts that we brought with handling being in space? All at the front windows going, ooh. Most of them are still kind of huddled, but Sma is uh, looking out the window. My point was, we're in transit. We are in a transition period between previous segment and next segment. And oddly enough, we've been doing this for about an hour. What do you say we take a short break? Okay, we are back. Images of cute babies have been shared. Of, many, of, many images of cute babies. Yes, uh, of nieces and nephews. Well, one nephew. Cute babies. They're so cute. So cute that you wanna die. The, the one with blue vampire fangs is just chef's kiss. Perfect image. <laughs> uh, with that said, you have reached the moon. You have landed. You have disembarked. You have been told this Niv wants to see you. Okay. Well, Deep since we've breath. got a Okay. All right. So Sniv is in a small room that they have procured as their office while there is a giant rock that was thrown by a cloud giant in what used to be Sniv's office. Uh, but repairing Sniv's office... Sniv has already decided that repairing Sniv's office is a low priority because there are much more mission-critical things than an opulent room that's mostly gone unused. Well, space-wise is unused. Hello, Sniv. We have seven homeless kobolds that are in need of a clan. They will most likely like to be part of the clan that had the castle on a cloud, but I have a feeling they're not too picky at this point. Oh, wonderful. Uh, just seven? Yeah. Kind of a long story. Seven is what we found. Okay. Usually within groups of kobolds, there's a bit more than that. They were were recently killed by cloud giants, and I can provide you more information if you want, but needless to say, it's not exactly relevant at this point. The priority is getting these kobolds rehoused. I agree. Also, rehousing all of the other kobolds that were displaced by having boulders fall 
through the ceiling into their quarters, but... I agree with that as well. The more the merrier. Well, perhaps a better word than merrier could have been used. It looks like uh, going to have to bring in the psychologist for this one. I'm assuming that the seven kobolds are with you and six mm-hmm. of them are, are still looking shell-shocked and trembling. Probably. Smiles yes, and for the record, Zenosha specifically brought this up so quickly in hopes that it would distract Sniv. Mm. So uh, I can't help but notice that these seven kobolds are all carrying pickaxes. Were you successful in finding the thing? No. They are cursed. We will need to dispel them. Oh, certainly, certainly. That that should not be a problem. So so you weren't able to find the, the thing that we'll go back. kind of just blurted out real quick at me and then left. We'll go back. We have what, was it the meteor made of adamantine? Because we, we were yeah. mining that. Oh, uh, okay. We have extremely valuable information as to lo- the location of what we need. But our priority yeah. was rescuing these kobolds. Yeah, it, it kind of broke up and fell all over the place. We, we uh, mined up one, and the cloud giants took that back, and we were mining the other, and then a lot of things happened, and now I'm on the moon. Yep, you're on the moon. You get used to it. Didn't the moon go away for a while? Yeah. We brought it back. Yes, I, I have... specifically brought it back. I have a lot of questions. Someone will tell you the full story at some point. I promise. Most of my questions involve... Go to the library and ask Marwise. She loves talking about history. Oh, excellent idea. And they walk out of the room. They don't know where the library is. They don't, yeah. Someone will point them there eventually. (laughs) They walk back in and say, I have no idea where the library is. Follow the light bars on the walls. Oh. In which direction? Toward Uh, the library. I snap my fingers and my familiar appears, my little raven. Take take, take him to the library. <laughs> All right, follow the bird. Okay, following the bird. Uh, what if I see another bird? Follow Just this follow bird, this one. This bird. How many birds do you think are on the moon? I don't Kendrick, know. They this don't is my know. first they just time got here. here. <laughs> Kendrick, can you have your familiar take the shape of a bouncing ball? <laughs> <It's absolutely> <laughs> um, <laughs> inspiration if you don't already have it. Sadly, no, but I love your thought process. But what if I see a bird that's, like, chirping happily? Ravens don't tend to do follow, that. Follow that bird. Just okay. that one. The raven. What? The, oh, okay. Thank, thank you for clarifying. I was going to ask if you, when you said that bird, you were referring to the one that was chirping happily. Meanwhile, the raven is tapping its foot. Um, yeah. Just, just time you, okay. Gar is a very, um, Gar is a very follow, impatient follower. Follow that bird. Anytime you enter a new room, ask if anyone's name is Marwise. If nobody answers yes, continue following the room. The bird. I will continue following the room. No. To the bird. The bird. Okay, after about five minutes of a wonderful reenactment of a Monty Python skit from (laughs) Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where a castle does fall over, burn down, and sink into the swamp. Sma eventually leaves, following a raven. All right. He meets a queen. There is a discussion. He's traumatized. Never mind. He discovers the queen's name is... This queen's name is Drop Something? Key Smash? That's a... Sorry. That's a Fry and Lawyer reference. I know of that show, but I have not had the opportunity to watch it. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. It's quite all right. 
There's a, there's a sequence where the the Hugh Laurie character's name is him dropping a battery on a desk. Ah, okay. Uh, Sniv leans forward and rests his head on one hand and taps lightly at his chin. So, it appears you have found a significant source of a very powerful and rare metal. Yep. Well, we know where it is. We didn't actually go there yet because we're saving cobalt, you know. It's important. The person who gave us information was hoping we'd build a spaceship out of it and the spaceship would be capable of attacking the cloud giants more directly than we have in the past. By the way, I also heard young Sma there. I know that you actually got to the meteor because Sma said as much. Uh, so I understand. Believe me, I understand why you're trying to be uh, somewhat not forthcoming with information. But it seems to me that you are among our, shall we say, heavy hitters. Indeed. And even we had trouble with the cloud giants. And... You are currently needing a replacement ship that isn't just on loan. This is also true, although it will take me a couple hours to become capable of piling it. What I'm trying to get at is you might want to talk amongst yourselves, perhaps with a mechanic or three, about what the new ship's design will look like. Mechazord! I recommend a mecha... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> In character, Zenosha is surprised that Sniv is being this accommodating, but out of character, yes, I also vote Megazord. <laughs> you knew that's going to end up being out of the context quote. Megazord. Megazord. <laughs> um, I would suggest, as you discuss your plans, you think about designs that are good for giant killing. Or maiming. Maiming's good, too. I think that's an excellent idea. Why don't you get started? I need to speak to Sniv privately. Uh, okay. I don't trust anything about Sniv and privately, but I do trust Neri enough to go, okay, if you're sure, but I'll be within sure. lightning bolt range. It's a pretty far range. But it'll work. That is All true, right, and yeah. I'll tap yeah. my staff just to make sure the message is known. <laughs> I'll meet you in the launch bay. All right, I can do that. If you've gone that far. All right, good luck. I start walking out. I will wait until everybody else is out of the room. Oh, yeah, I leave. Eventually, someone comes and gets the other six kobolds who are just still standing there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they, they are led away to an emergency therapy session. Well, that's probably yeah, that's good. fair. That's fair. Unfortunately, their therapist is a kobold, so... Have you tried digging? Oh, no, don't go there. I mean, they have that giant mushroom that Zenosha accidentally grew. Yeah. So, as soon as Sniv and Neri are alone, I'm waiting for confirmation of this. Yes. Okay. Neither the Cobalt Group nor the Cloud Giants provided an answer to how the clouds fly. However, we have brought back some artifacts that have a command word that tells them to constrict around their victims' necks. That sounds incredibly gruesome. It is incredibly gruesome. I don't recommend that anyone try them. However, our mechanics might be able to use them 
to further understand cloud giant technology. Well, at this point, I'm willing to try anything that won't put kobolds at risk. Me too. Is there anything else I can do? Or should I keep searching for a cloud mechanism? Honestly, at this point, learning how to make our own flying clouds is a secondary or even tertiary objective. We've got enough problems. That's fair. But do we know how to make... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Helms. To create additional starships. In fact, we do. That that was one of the things that Fiddlepunch trained several cobalt engineers on how to do. I'm glad to hear that. Going is slow, mind you. Helms are incredibly complicated, but it's within our capabilities. Then I'll focus on the adamantium. Please do. The next time a rock gets thrown at your ship, I want it to bounce off and land on a giant. I could not possibly agree more. Right then. I think you have some schematics to work on. I think I do. And I'll rejoin the rest of the party. Okay, cut to in the hangar bay, there is a cobalt engineer who was recently working on an angel ship who you've corralled, and they have a blueprint open for an angel ship, but they are scribbling all over it as you all give different ideas for what needs to be built into your ship. At this point, it consists of five different colors that look like they're different designs all shoved together into one thing. It doesn't look very aerodynamic at all. It also needs a sword that can be summoned by lightning. I, uh, hmm. We don't have thunder. Thunder. <laughs> Thundercats. Ho! Thunder cobalts. Wait, no. Uh, so, uh, hmm. We don't have a ready source of lightning, but, uh, Oh, Zax, you've got a hammer of thunderbolts. Would we be allowed to incorporate that into the design? Um, it doesn't actually do lightning. I have a stick that does lightning. How attached are you to that stick? Oh, boy. Pretty attached, but, I mean, if you Physically can give... Physically or emotionally? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, if you can give the robot, the giant robot, a sword that's made of lightning, that I can give up the stick for that. Well, it is some stick. We would need to adjust the anti-seagull mechanisms. They're that's, centered around the head. That's no that. good. Seagulls are the worst. I agree. The longer this campaign goes, the more puns we're going to include and more in-jokes we're going to include, and I'm in favor of this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so should they examine it for a day or two while we recover our strength? I would be giving I would be willing to give up my bow at the same time. It has abilities that are not generally common to starships. Okay, when I said a sword made of lightning, I was completely joking and talking about the megazords, so I am not sure how much canon this is, but either way Zenosha would say This is all okay. canon. This is all <laughs> canon. And it would not be the first time I made a joke be canon. Chris, I'm not gonna give up the bow for more than twenty four. <laughs> oh, no, any magical items you give us, we'd be integrating into the design of this. Well, it's, it's not really a ship, is it? It looks more like a like a giant humanoid. Say it. Like a, a mechanical <laughs> robot. A, a, <laughs> like a giant warforged? <laughs> like a droid? <laughs> but if it's powered by Zenosha's stick, then it's kind of a Zenosha droid? Say You'll yeah. probably call it something for short, like a, a Mecha Zenosha. 
We're going to have to workshop that title. It might not be a Mega Wait, show. I haven't because you haven't reached the point of building it yet. So you're still in the research and development phase. So it could be a Mecha Zoe R&D. <laughs> I really should have muted myself by now. I'm sorry. As, by the way, this is all canon. As Neri says this, there's like five kobolds that are putting together giant feet that go, wait, we're not building it? No, we're not building it. They haven't brought us all the metal we need yet for the hall. Oh. So, so we have to stop? No, no, you can keep doing that. It looks kind of cool. All right, awesome. This thing's going to win all the basketball games. <laughs> There's no rule that says a kobold in a mechazord can't play basketball. <laughs> the following season, that rule was written in. <laughs> Along with several addendums preventing any combination of mechazord and kobold. <laughs> Season one, kobold in a mechazord. Season two, no kobold. A, a kobold in a mechazord cannot play basketball. Season two, multiple kobolds in the mechazord. Season three, a mechazord made to look like a giant kobold. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Season five, five kobolds in a trench coat with a mechazord painted on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> and on that note, I think that's what we're going to end it for tonight. Yeah. Because my recording is nearing the two-hour mark, and it's okay. a school night. Okay. Uh, so thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Tonight, I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris, Ellie, Jen, and Cindy. Is there anything that anyone would like to plug? Watch it. Huh? What? I'm just being ridiculous. Please, okay. that's <laughs> Besides the latest Power Rangers movie, is there anything that anyone would like to plug? Theo's mom writes book at elizabeth-mccoy.com. I uh, write code at noel.codes. I have a website Chris. called Book of Jen, and it's at bookofgen.net. It's got a lot of Diablo stuff on it, other video game stuff, and random things. You can find that at bookofgen.net. I'm also the host of the Shattered Soulstone podcast, which is a Diablo community podcast, and that's at shatteredsoulstone.com. I was going to let Ellie keep going. I love her plug- plugs. Oh, I-, I thought she was done. I'm- <laughs> oh, that's fine. I, it, Chris has uh, stuff and also <laughs> things. Azrathctc.com. Is that right? Azrathctc.com? Yes. Uh, General Nerd Gaming and All Things Crazy Podcast at Azrathctc.com. He's abandoned us on several points. He's abandoned us at several points because he has to run Deadmines. So uh, that gives you an idea of what kind of uh, podcast it is. I'm not really. Uh, Cindy's awesome. Obviously. I, I'm, I'm not sure Cindy has anything to plug. I'm just, uh, I'm saying that. Because Cindy's also. Awesome. Uh, you can find uh, Crash's stuff at cogwheelgaming.com. I, no, I if don't I'm have not, address, no. Nope. Oh. Smith slash cogwheel.com slash cogwheel. Oh, well, we, okay. We got to get like cogwheelgaming.game or something. I think we wanted to, but I think it was taken, wasn't it? I... Honestly, also, at the point that I was it. creating the Cogwheel Gaming website, I was at the point where I was thinking, you know, getting too many web domains, how many never, before you think you have a problem? There's never no such thing as too many web domains. 
Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm going to say, you know, just just so everybody knows that uh, there is no such thing as too much web domains. I too many web domains, and uh, I am not just saying this to assuage my uh, guilt at having way, way too many web domains. I wasn't going to bring uh, that up at all. It's like people anyway. If any dice, it's not a real thing. If uh, if anybody wants to join the Mastodon Independent Fediverse for social media, you can find my guide to it at guidetomastodon.com. We have a Patreon. And until next time... Oh, oh yes, we do have a Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash cogwheelgaming. Is that right? That is yeah. correct. Help okay. us take the light on. Yes. Um, I'm not going to recite money. the name... I'm not going to recite the names of the patrons right now because I'm one of them and that would be cheating. <laughs> Chris, Cindy, Ellie, Eric, Janadalock, Mickey, Shanshan, and Walter. Hey, I said I'm not, I wasn't going to do it. You and you didn't do it. it. There we go. All right, fine. <laughs> and until next time, this is Ellie saying whatever Crash says next. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if we power it with lightning, well, that's voltage, right? So what if we called it, like, a volt something? A volt something. Like a, a volt sword? No. Hey, Ronald, what do you think? Well, Mikey likes it. <laughs> I, I will not push for it because I know it breaks canon, but if our next spaceship is literally a megazord, I will be so happy. I will never, never ask for anything else. That's a lie and you know it. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. Here's the thing that would not be a lie because if we got to fly around on a Megazord oh, that'd be, that'd be bliss. I <laughs> have episode of Power Rangers so I will absolutely definitely ask for other things. I have something to show you after this episode ends so I'm going to hit the button right now. Have a good evening everyone. Good night. 